Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hi everybody, welcome back to the Gallagher Shots YouTube and podcast channel and welcome back to the first match reaction of the Premier League season. It's me, Scott, here with Chris. Um, Chris, let's just jump straight into it. How was yesterday in St. James's Park? It was amazing, mate. I don't know why anybody was worried because we are the greatest team that's ever existed. <laughs> The atmosphere was, it was great being back. Do, do you know what it is? I wasn't nervous yesterday. You know? I haven't been nervous for the start of the season. But it, it was a weird feeling because, like we mentioned a few times, last year we came out with no way in regards to how well we're done. This season, there's a bit of expectation on the lads and on, on the club as a whole from everybody from the outside as well, not just internally. So I'm thinking, ah, I just hope we get off to a good start. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that good of a start. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. We were sensational. We really were. And I, I think a lot comes down to, to the atmosphere and St. James's Park as well. Um, yeah. Obviously, we had the new cellar display, which is it's the Flames. I'm sure we'll talk about that, yeah. which it was all right. Um, I, I obviously turned my nose up at when I heard about it, first of all. But when it was happening in the moment, it was fine. It was fine. It is what it is. We're not going to get rid of that. This is what cellar do. They're a sports entertainment sort of thing. So this is what they're going to do. But what did help was the safe standing, mate. We are sit, obviously, yeah. all that safe standing now. And I've sat in that seat, I think, for four years, four or five seasons, I would say now, since I moved across from the East End. And even people around me that don't normally get involved were, were singing and chanting away. So it, that little pocket was mint. It was great. Loudest it's ever been. So do you, do you think, obviously, this is a trial, isn't it, or it's a... It's a... To test, do you think they'll move that to more of the Gallagher end? Or yeah, do you think they'll, they'll just keep they'll on just, that they'll keep on stretching it around to, to the Gallagher. I would have thought. Yeah. They have you've to, still got to, a seat, right? If you want to sit down, yeah, yeah. there's still seats, yeah. still your normal seat. You just got a big barrier. Where I sit, I'm on the front, so I've always had a barrier anyway, just like your normal sort of metal barrier mm -hmm. that you would get. Um, 
but behind you there's like a railing there's like a big silver railing and that goes obviously in front of the seats normally uh, so people can lean on so it stops that pile forward but yeah it, it's it's worked really well not so much for the way fans mind <laughs> yeah it's a bit high to be standing up i think up there, up there. i don't know if i'd like it just that metal bar um we'll we'll touch on the starting 11 um obviously a lot of speculation beforehand on who's going to start and how Eddie Howe would line up. It was pretty much horses for courses, apart from mm. the middle of the field. Um, I think yeah. the biggest surprise for everyone was Tonali getting his start. Um, I thought I think a lot of people thought maybe he'd be drip fed into the squad. Um, yeah, just like Eddie Howe's done with, with numerous players. I, I think mm-hmm. it's it's helped the fact that Longstaff isn't hundred percent fit. Um, yeah. So the the fact that he he picked up, I think it was a muscle injury over in, in the states. Um, obviously he played in the the last game in the Seller Cup. I think it was. Um, yeah. but he's he's not hundred percent, and hence why why Tonali starts. And yeah, it was a shock. Um, like you said, like anyhow, doesn't normally do that. Uh, but we've got to remember he's he's had preseason with the lads as well. We've got him in yeah. early doors, so he's up to speed from from that point of view. The only that shock really was was Isaac for me. I thought Wilson would have started, but I, I think like you said, it's 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 a flip of a coin really with those two now. And you know what is Eddie knows best. <laughs> he mm-hmm. knows best, and and Isaac had a great game. He did. And I think a lot of people were home and on between Anthony Gordon and Harvey Barnes as well, which one of those would start. I think had Harvey Barnes had joined when Tonali maybe had joined in the squad yeah. and had a bit more of a preseason, maybe we would have seen him start. But I mean, jumping straight into the game, Anthony Gordon ran the show those first 20, 30 minutes. Um, what a performance from him. Um, obviously, we'll get straight into that first goal because it was so quick. Yeah. Into the game, um, I think it was six minutes. Six minutes, uh, yeah. On the clock, um, it was. Uh, I think it was. Well, it's Tenali who starts the move off completely. Yeah, he wins the ball in the final third. And goes Bruno to Joel takes Lin. a shot, and it's a good save. Or was it Joel? Yeah, uh, so you know, Bru- when the Bruno takes the a shot. There. <laughs> Bruno yeah. takes a shot. Now I think it comes back to Jolin. I want to say it just ends up back in the pocket where it came from. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Then obviously then it gets played out to Gordon. Yeah. Now that cross by Gordon, by the way, when I've watched it back, he doesn't even look. He just knows where to put the ball. He's just head down, kicks the ball. And, yeah, I mean, Tonali debut, puts it away. It's, you ask it's for Tenali's anything run, mate. It's Tonali's run. Yeah. Like, I think the highlight on the, on Sky Sports afterwards, that he just sits, like, mm-hmm. like stationary, just doesn't move. Then the last minute, that's when he, he makes a break. So I think there's only one Newcastle player. And I think it's Isaac in the box, and it goes yeah. over his head. Then out of nowhere, Tenali comes running, and, and I can't remember which Villa defender it is, but he's running in trying to block it. But Tenali's got eight as a space there, and he times his run Luka perfectly. Dina. Is that who Luka it is? Is, uh, he's, he's on his heels, as they say. Um, yeah. Not expecting it, yeah. It's, um, it's that delayed run into the box, and t- do you know what it is? For him to get in that position is the sort of midfielder that we've needed for for a while, yeah. those late runs into the box. And I, I think Willick's normally quite good at doing that, but obviously he's injured. Um, but mm-hmm. back to Gordon, throughout the game, it's just pass and move constantly. Yeah. And I think it was him and Miggy like, teamed up quite a, a bit as well. And it's just pass and move every single time. And he made yesterday look effortless. Yeah. Everything that he touched turned to gold, really. Yeah, I think, you know, he's obviously playing with a ton of confidence back off, you know, end of last season, then the Euros, getting player of the tournament, and then coming into this. I think had Eddie Howe have dropped him, that maybe he would have stunted that confidence a little bit. Yeah. So he's probably riding on those coattails as much as he can. Mm-hmm. Um, not saying that he's a bad player and that's all he's doing. I think the confidence is bringing out how good of a player he is. 
Um, about five minutes later, Tenali, well, not even that, Tenali nearly got a second. Gordon again playing him through. Um, he's one-on-one with Martinez, takes a shot. Fortunately, it's saved, but that got St. James's absolutely jumping yeah. from what I saw on the TV. If it wasn't already, but that second attempt, we, I, th- I think a lot of people were thinking, is this going to be another Spurs? Yeah, it could have been, mate. I think it's the next yeah. phase of play, to be fair. I think it's straight after uh, he gets his first goal. He's one-on-one with the keeper again. It's a great ball. Once again, I was very shocked at how much of a mess Villa's defence turned into at times. Mm. Um, and we saw in pre-season where they were playing quite high up the field. They weren't necessarily playing as high as that yesterday, but they're just looking absolute shambles. I'm not sure if it's just we completely bullied them and made them look like amateurs at times. Um, because they're a decent team and this is a team that we've been probably comparing ourselves to this season thinking they've had a good transfer window obviously what they did last year since Uni Emery came in yeah. we're probably putting ourselves in the same bracket as them for us to, to do what we did to them yesterday it's crazy absolutely crazy but like you said when, when Tonali's one-on-one it's a great save to be fair it's a decent save by Martinez he pulled a couple of those off yeah he's a it's, good keeper yeah, and, and I'm thinking he's absolutely crackers as well. Like, but um, <laughs> it's, it's a great save. He is great on one-on-one positions. Um, he just makes himself look big. He done it a couple times, like I said. But like you said, it was very similar to the Spurs game as an atmosphere because I know obviously the, the the shot was saved, but we're thinking inside the ground. We look the real yeah, deal we'll today. We're we're up for this. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah and I mean. The only thing that can really dampen that is a goal against you, and, and that came pretty quickly. And obviously, it was oh, it no had way. to be Diaby. It had to be Diaby who got that goal after all the links over the yeah. past season and a half that we've had. He looked dangerous, um, you know, mate. Like, he looked dangerous throughout the game. Diaby, he kept on dropping him to the right wing, then, then dropping as a striker as well, coming up to in, in a striker position. He looked dangerous. Um, there's a few times where his pace, honestly, just ran right over that side, but never really came into to much after the goal. It's it's an unlucky goal to concede. I think there's a bit of a deflection from the cross that comes in. It's headed back on, and, and Diaby is just similar to, to Tonali, but without the, the burst into the box. He's just in yeah. the right place at the right time. Yeah. It's a great finish. Nick Pope can't do anything about it. He's just he's firmly planted on, on the deck. Then he just can't do anything. It's the um, the flick from I think it's Watkins who gets the flick Knocks on. It on after it, yeah. after it deflects off Trippier. So Joel Linton's in the middle, and he doesn't know where that ball's going. Because it's deflected and then it's flicked. He's kind of in two minds what to do when he tries to attack that ball with Watkins, which unfortunately leaves Diaby open. Yeah. And it's, it's a first time hit. And I mean, it's you don't hit it much sweeter than that. Like, it's a great yeah, finish. It's a great finish. Um, that and then the Tyrone Mings injury seemed to just kill the atmosphere, killed any momentum in the game. It seemed to just kill that first half completely. Well, what is that injury? Because in, in is it his name that he's done? It looks like I haven't looked at what he's done. They said on the TV that he's went straight to the RVI, um. So he went straight to the hospital. So whatever it is, it's pretty bad. But it looks like it's his knee. Um, watching the replay back, it's just a fifty-fifty kind of shoulder tackle with Isak. Mings thinks he's stronger than Isak, and and he kind of just they kind of just bounce off each other, and it's the the landing of Mings. Yeah. He lands funny on his knee, and then he jolts. And it looks like he's done whatever ligaments or whatever in his knee, but you know I'm, I'm not a doctor, so I can't really say. Yeah, you're right though. That that, <laughs> but, uh, that killed Villa. It, it killed Villa. Yeah, uh, really. Um, it, there was nothing wrong with the challenge. He's actually unbelievably strong, and he'd done that a couple of times. Where Surprising he just absolutely, skinny oh, he just plows into players, <laughs> absolutely smashes. Yeah. 
like Mings is a big lad, and he just just knocked him to the deck. And obviously the Villa players are kicking off, um, but there's nothing in it, absolutely nothing in that challenge. It's just unlucky that he's picked up the injury. Yeah, I mean, it was the keeper. I think the keeper ran out and was trying having a word at the linesman, have where the the ref mm. is saying, "Look what, look what he's done." Almost like you can it. VAR would have looked at it, and I do yeah. want to touch on VAR a little bit later on because I think it was done very well yesterday. Yeah. It didn't take long at all. We'll talk about it a bit later on with uh, obviously. <laughs> is that because the, the, goals the, later on. the decisions went in our favour? <laughs> well, one of them really didn't, and this was kind of towards the end of the first half. I didn't see this because. My TV messed up. I saw the ball come out. I saw Miggy with the ball. I saw the keeper come towards him, all in stills. And then the WhatsApp group just exploded, going, red card, red card, what's going on? Oh, all right, okay, yeah. So I haven't seen the goalkeeper incident. Um, all right, but you've, you've not seen it? Well, I've seen it back since, but I hadn't right, seen right. it in real time. So people people are asking me, like, what do you think? I'm just like, I don't know. I haven't. <laughs> I literally got a still, still, and then Miggy's on the floor. And then, yeah, I just that's all I got. It just stuttered a bit. So, um, watching it back, is it a red card for you? In the ground, I 100%. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I'm there in the moment, yeah. It's, it's red. Get them off. Um, but do, do you know what is it? If you look back and look at that, we're quite being level headed. It's it's not a red card. Um, Villa, I think we've got three defenders running back towards goal. It's it's never a red card, Martin. As he's like I said earlier, he's crackers. He does that a lot. He comes off his line. He loves heading the ball. Absolutely loves yep. doing it. I think he, he did it four times. times um, but it's it is what it is. It's a yellow card at the end of the day. Yes, in the moment, emotions are high and everybody's screaming for a red. Nah, it's a yellow. Referee got the right decision there. It, it's one of those ones where you know a lot of pundits talk about like an amber card where it's a bit too strong for a yellow, but it's not quite a red. Like that's the sort of thing that, that it's, will be. But... If it was a player doing that, it's a yellow card. If it's yeah, an outfield player, it's a yellow card. So why does it change for a keeper? And those, I've heard a few people last night when we're out saying, "Oh, but Nick Pope has he, Nick Pope handballed it as he yeah, literally handballed it outside of <laughs> yeah. his box." And I went, and that was like stopping Salah from scoring because he was one on one Salah. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. Do you do you think that's fresh in people's minds because of the Amazon documentary? Because the show Probably. that towards the end of the Amazon documentary, um, yeah. it, it it's because all quite quickly that Liverpool game. We've had a few decisions like that. Though. Remember the Pickford one where I think he clatters yeah. Rondon. I think it was. If I remember right. Um, and nothing. And he, he, he should Ryan have been Fraser as well with um, yeah Ryan Fraser Edson. against City. Yeah, yeah. There's been a few moments like that where we don't get decisions going out of fear. So I think we always feel a bit sorry for ourselves in these sort of moments. <laughs> but it's it's True. a yellow card all day. I don't even think it's this amber card. It's, it's it's a yellow card all day. Yeah, yeah. Well, second half comes in. Obviously, booze from the crowd because of the the referee. Uh, because of that, and again, it's heat at the moment. But um, you miss what second, second half comes on. I did miss a second. I've skipped over it, yeah. Um, <laughs> did you, you stream fears for it? that one as well? No, no, it didn't. Do you know what it is? It's because we talked about VAR. I jumped straight over it. Um, yeah. Um, second goal was a trippy free kick. Uh, I think it was Bruno who got fouled needlessly as well um, mm. to, to get that. And you're expecting Trippier to do what Trippier does and whip that ball into the box. He doesn't. Yeah. He squares it to Tenali. So now he's just stood in miles. He's got loads of space. I loads of space. What a ball, though. What a ball in the box. It's perfect. It's, it's it drops at the right time. And then it's, is it Botman who gets it? He sticks it. Well, he, he's jumping. Botman kicks a leg it back across, it. yeah. Botman kicks it back and then, across. And it's, 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 
It's at that point, it's it's just another different sort of goal that we're scoring. Um yeah. I think last year towards the end of the season, like the set pieces dropped off a bit. But I think there was an interview with, with Trips earlier this week. It might be when he was doing his fantasy Premier League stuff. He's talking about free kicks. Who's going to score a free kick? And he said, it's either going to be myself or Tonali. Yeah. And, and like I said, that ball that Tonali puts in, it's it's pinpoint that, mate. It really is. And I think going in to half-time, 2-1 up, then obviously on the back of that decision with the referee, I said to my brother, I had a, a half-time. I went, because of that decision and because the fan base is... is so emotional now because everybody thinks it's a red card as we'll mm-hmm. come out and absolutely batter these second half. And when yeah. you can tell the roll over the shop now, we'll absolutely hammer them and we weren't wrong. We could have scored seven. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, touching on the third goal, um, really it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a run from Gordon again. He plays in Isak. I think it's Gordon, might be in Joel Linton, but he plays in Isak. Um Nothing on, just pressurizes the defender. Defender turns without the ball, but then the finish from Isak. He panics the defender, absolutely yeah. panics because Isak is just all over him. He's and there, he? he just, <laughs> the size of that kid's legs, <laughs> with his peripheral vision, that the defender must have just seen legs from either side coming at <laughs> him. Um, it's, it's very, very good play by Isak. He just doesn't give up on that. And like I said, defender just gets himself in knots. Then he literally gifts that ball to Isaac. Like, he just gifts him it. He's got there you go. Yep. Like actually any stride as well, just gives him the ball. Then, like you said, the finish. Martinez is coming out at him as well. As soon as he gets picks that ball, and Martinez is out. And he it's he just dinks it into that corner. He couldn't hit it anywhere else. And he does it to perfection. And it just shows you that that high press works still for yep. us now. It's Miggy was doing it all game. Gordon was doing it. In fact, uh, Tenali was finding himself up really high up the field at some points. And it just shows you what Eddie Howe has done. It's basically give everything and don't give up on any sort of opportunity. Because like you said, out of nowhere, we'll get a goal. Yeah. Um, we've seen it against West Ham. Obviously, it's a different scenario, but with the, the goal that Isak scored against West Ham last season where he dinks it over a few players and, get, and he knows where the goal is. I mean, it's a totally different finish, but I mean, he's absolutely um, just on point we, with it. We said last year, mate, we said last year, 60 million is a lot of money, but it's yeah. an absolute steal. Do, do you know, every single time I see that kid play football, I'm like, how have we managed to sign him for 60 million quid? <laughs> because, yeah. he, yes, he's a unheard of kind of player, but he's, he's not this household name which, which people refer to when you talk about elite players. But he is going to be up there from what we're seeing from that kid. He is going to be a top, top player. And we're seeing yeah. it now. We're, we're seeing him now. He's still a young lad. It's it's funny because I think he was through just after that and, and I made a note here about the timing of his runs. Mm. He can start behind a defender, balls played, and he's got the pace he's and rad. also the timing to get past any defender pretty much in the league. You know, it, it's, it's good to see. Um it's nice that we can do that. You know, I think Callum Wilson before his injury used to be able to do that very, very well. And yeah. I think now he's he's still got the pace, but he's maybe lost a yard or two where he has to be running before the ball's played to, to get that. But Isak, so, so like you said, the next, nothing. Well, the next move, yeah, it's 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 Isak again. It's our phase of yeah. plays. It's Isak who's one on one with the keeper, and once again, it's a decent save by by Molinez. 
Um, I thought I thought that was his hat trick there, yeah. and I think after he does that because it's towards a Gallagher at this point, he uses a lot of his energy there for that burst of yeah. speed, and he takes a little while after he misses that opportunity. He's probably absolutely good at that. He's missed it to get his hat trick as well, but he takes a little while to to get mm. back to, to where the rest of the players. Then just after that, he has a conversation with Eddie Howe. Then I don't think it's long afterwards that Wilson comes on. Makes the change because I think he was absolutely knackered. Him and Miggy just didn't stop all game. Yeah, it's it's a double change, isn't it? They, they bring off um, Gordon as well for Bonds, mm. um, and then Wilson comes on. And it's a nice little Wilson double sub, have, isn't it? Wilson. And Do you know what it is? <laughs> it's not not just Wilson and Bonds. We bring on. Um, we make like later on in the game. We bring on Longstaff. Bring on um, Armstrong. Murphy comes on, and it's just yeah, it is Murphy, isn't it? They, on the TV, they said it was Armstrong coming on. No, they yeah, said it was Joe Linton going off. The officials got it all wrong, eye. And then Joe Linton's like having a drink in the goal, in the goal yeah. and thinks he's going to get booked here because he hasn't been booked yet. And we were expecting a Joe Linton booking, and and then let's change it, and it's like, oh, okay, that's why he hasn't moved. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean Wilson and Barnes again linking up very very well. Um, almost two identical yeah. chances. Yeah, pretty much. And do you know what it is that the first chance we'll talk about it now? Um, obviously, Barnes goes through. I think this is be this is after the fourth goal, if I remember rightly. But Barnes is through, and you're thinking you need to hit this, and he squares yeah, it to Wilson, it. and he just doesn't hit it hard enough to get to Wilson in time. The defender catches up. I think it's Pau Torres. Um, who's That's got a bit a of sign pace. of a new player joining the team. Yeah. That. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. He's trying to square that to give it to Wilson. When... You know what you see on the on the TV? You might not see this on the ground, but Wilson shouts over and going, Harvey, smash it. Like he's yeah. telling them to hit the ball next time. You know, we do that. But we'll we'll take a step back because we've skipped another goal. Uh 4-1. I can't believe I'm saying 4-1 against Aston Villa, but you know, <laughs> it gets better. Uh, spoiler alert. Um it's Barnes playing in Wilson um for mm-hmm. the, the fourth goal. It's it's almost an immediate effect for the pair of them. You know, they come on and, and they do this, and it's it's the run that we see all the time. But before Barnes gets the ball, I do want to touch on the the one two link of play between Tenali and Joe Linton. It's oh. like they've been playing together for years. The 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 understanding they have together. I think it's Tenali plays it to um, Joe Linton. Joe Linton passes it back, and then Tenali plays a through ball through. It might be the other way around again. I, I can't fully remember, but it gets to Barnes on the byline, and he just looks up. Wilson's making a run at the box. He puts the ball where he needs to put it, and he does it right this time. And he smashes it in. Um, he wasn't confident, was he, Wilson? He, he thought he was offside. He thought he was no offside. We all thought he was offside. Yeah. Um, VR looked at it, and this is where I want to touch on VR because VR looked at it and they looked at it very quickly. And it was like, mm. boom, done, decision. And it seemed to happen more and more throughout that game where it's almost like they're now not looking for the mistake. They're looking to mm. see if it's clear and obvious. Once they find if it's clear and obvious, they're just making the decision. They're not. Yeah, when a VR a couple of times, I know. I know every decision is really look at VR, but I think it was Isaac's first. It went a VR as well because the referee got the ball straight away and he's hovering toward, yeah. towards the edge of our box and um, waiting for the decision to come through. 
And it, it was pretty quick. It, it just, do you know what it is, mate? It does steal that moment away from you. I, yeah, like I, I, I get VAR, right? And and yes, the likes of offside decisions, they're crucial in, in games like these, of course they are. Mm-hmm. But it still kills it, mate. It's, I can't yeah. I can't get away with it in the ground because you have that initial burst of celebration, but then when you see the likes of Wilson looking over at the linesman, then obviously the referee straight away with his his, his hand to his ear, it just your mood just thinks, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll go again. Do you think it would be better if there was more screens in the ground and everybody could see what's going on on the screen? Because obviously at St James's, you're only really seeing that screen if you're in. I don't. It's, it's not even corner, maybe. It's not even that, mate. It's it's just the fact that you can't have that initial burst of, of emotion celebration because yeah. you're always really cautious. And normally, obviously, the way it previously used to be, if the linesman flag wasn't up, then you knew straight away. Um, now, it's, I don't know. Like I, I know why it's there, but I, just, I still can't get away with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so just, just after that, we'll talk about the Barnes one-on-one with the keeper, but he then makes amends for that. Yeah. He's through again. I think it's Murphy. With a, it's it's great ball by Joe Murphy. Litton's, Joe Litton's touch for the Salah Cup where he gets past, uh, or was it in the, um, was it in America where he scores his goal? I think it was against uh, Fiorentina where he takes just a touch. Tours it, just tours it. Just tours it around It's Paul Torres who's running in like a bull in the china shop. He comes running in. Murphy yeah. just knocks it past him like he's not there and sends Nice little subtle touch, isn't it? He just knocks it around him. I'm away. And it's and a great he, ball yeah. through to Barnes. Great ball. Yeah. And like you said, Barnes learns from, from that that mm-hmm. earlier era. I'm not even going to say it was an error, really, with the thing with, with Wilson, because you can see what he's trying to do. Um, yeah. It, it's just a decent save. But the second one, like you said, Wilson's told him to smash it next time. And he does just <laughs> he that. He does exactly that. He <laughs> does just that. And do you know what it is? Like, it's that's three players that have got goals on the debut in that yeah. game. You've got obviously Tonali, Diaby, then Barnes, and and Barnes was brought in to score goals from that side of the field, and he does it on his debut. It's do you know what it is? If if people weren't excited for the season already, that game's made you excited. It really has because a lot of people were worried going into the Villa game. Like I said earlier, they're probably on par with us. I, I, honestly, I was gobsmacked with that performance yesterday. Absolutely gobsmacked. Yeah, they had a couple of chances. Nick Pope pulled off a couple of good saves, but. Mm. In- they never seemed like they were going to trouble us after that second goal. Um, yeah. Well, really, it was it was really like I said after Mings went down, mm-hmm. it kind of just they were kind of just like right, what do we do here? I think is Mings that captain? I think he kind of runs the show a little bit on that pitch. So maybe it's uh, yeah. maybe it's they need that leadership and they just didn't have it. I don't know. Um, if you're a Villa fan watching, let us know what you think happened. I think McGinn uh, was McGinn captain last season. Um, I'm sure. Chops and changes because because I think. Um, Mings's role was very similar to what Lascelles was with ourselves. Um, I, I, I think he got. His, I'm sure he got the captaincy took off him. I'm sure Mings did because did you not put a statement on on social media about it was, him, the captaincy took off him? Wasn't was it? Um, oh, who was it? Must be when Emery Gerard wasn't it? Was Gerard? Sorry, when Gerard came Gerard in, took it off I'm him. Sure, he, he yeah. took it off him because he wasn't playing, and I think he said mm. that he wanted his captain to be on the field. Yeah, I'm sure it's McGinn. I might be lying. God knows. Yeah. I'm sure he's got a bad, Villa fans now he's on the field. This, to be fair, so somebody will come in. Yeah. Someone let me know. Tell me where we've gone wrong. Um, but yeah, it finishes 5-1. It's puts us top of the table. Um, <laughs> you, you know it's only the first week, but we're top of the league. I'm taking it. I don't care. Um, the chant went round I mean, St. James's Park as well. It did. <laughs> when we it scored did. the fifth, the chant um, was going round. 
Well, it, it did only to stop the Sandro Tonali song, which seemed to just be on loop for the entire match. Right. Uh, so I've, I got, can... I've got an issue. I've got an issue with this chant. Is it's it, a it great ready? chant. I'm ready. No, it's it's a great chant apart from the last bit. Yeah. The hate Sunland. Nah, that that needs a change. Drink spaghetti. Not yet. It, it drinks already, eats spaghetti, hates fucking sun. Nah. I don't like that bit, but that chant was loud. Very similar to when we used to, to do it with the, the, the chant of Rafa Benitez as well. Yeah. It it was loud and like you said, it mm-hmm. did seem like it was on loop and <laughs> it was all coming like I said at the very start, it was all coming from the standing section. It it yeah. was loud yesterday. Obviously the result helped it. Um mm-hmm. but Mate, what a oh, five kickoff probably helped as well. The the two yeah. points for two 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 points for five are probably helped in the ground that Matty was saying. Um what yeah, a start. It what, what, it's because obviously if we look at the opening fixtures that we've got, obviously Villa, then City, then Liverpool. That's a tough start to yeah. any Premier League season, no matter who you are. And I think yesterday was crucial that we got a result and I'm not, I'm not saying it's a must win before people stay but we needed to get some points on the board and we needed a decent performance confidence going into the Man City game and yes I know it's Man City and we're at the Etihad of course but what's stopping us getting a result yeah. there after that I think it's probably going to be a different team I don't think it'll be the same start 11 next week um, but why, why not why, why, can't, why can't we go there and give them a game We've done it a few times over the last few seasons, and do you know what is it? <laughs> I'm gonna be eating words next week when they go better. We're like, but <laughs> it's 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 Man City at the end of the day. But even to to be having this conversation that we can go there and put a decent performance on, who was expecting it, man? Who was expecting yeah. it? Yeah. Well, it's it's strange because you know looking at that Villa side and looking at how Villa have been playing, they're gonna blow a lot of teams away this season. You feel mm-hmm. just just with their pace up front. They're going to cause trouble, especially for you know the bottom half of the table teams on that side. You know, you, Villa are going to be up there with us fighting no for, mugs. for these positions. The, the, the no but, mugs, mate. They're a decent team. They've got a great no, manager, yeah. a great setup, and 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 yes, they're probably going to have a similar season. I would say to what Brighton had last year. Um, yeah, and I'd be quite interested. Yeah, and like like I mentioned, we do normally get Villa fans watching these sort of things when we do them each season, and I'd be quite interested to to hear what their thoughts are now because they're just like our way of thinking they probably thought we're on par with ourselves yeah. and for that to happen if, if it was the other way around I, I would be a little bit worried that maybe the season's not going to be the, the way you had a thought it might just be a blip it might just be a one-off um, and Newcastle just got the better of them on the day but if the shoe was on the other foot I, I wouldn't be looking forward to the next couple of games yeah, they've, they've lost two players now, haven't they? Because they lost uh, was it Buendia before the, before Buendia, the yeah. training. And, now, and he's now out Mings. for months, apparently. And mm. Mings, that doesn't look like a good one. Um, you know, I think they're lucky the transfer window's still open. I think they can probably still go out and yes. maybe not replace those players, but get someone to fill in. Um, we'll see what happens. It'll be an interesting season for both teams. Um, and we will be there. For Newcastle, we're not going to be covering all the Villa games, but for Newcastle, we will be there every step of the way. Um, do you want to add anything? to this one Chris before we wrap up no I mean it's just good to be back it really is yeah. um, makes your weekend be... doesn't it when this, it does. <laughs> like this happens like it I does. woke this morning smiling my face I'm just do you know what it is I, I was so what's the word I'm looking for so I normally get really excited for the seasons and I haven't really been excited going into this one because I, like I said at the start I was a bit, a bit 
on edge with it, not because I know expectations will change. They're always going to change as the club yeah. progress. Expectations are always going to get higher and B to B set higher, and that's both from from those high up in the club and the fan base as well. So I was a little bit anxious going into the season, but God knows why. Because what what a day yesterday, man! Absolutely battered, a, a close competitor in the Premier League was, as well. Do you, do you know what it was nice to see? Just the fitness levels. Mm. Just you mentioned Almiron, you mentioned Isak, but the whole team just never stopped for ninety minutes. We were hungry for more goals at four five, and you said yourself it could have been six seven eight nil, uh, six but, eight one. Sorry, um, and I, I just as well. just just to end it. Tenali, what honestly, absolute ice cold that kid. He's just so cool and composed on the ball, and once again, it just looks effortless from our midfield. Yeah. It really does. And and Joe Linton, he's another one I've really touched on today, but he just does what he does best. He he has a chance, obviously, to score the header, which he he knocks over. Um, but just him in midfield, it makes all the difference. And and I think last season. It was Bruno getting all plaudits, but Joe Linton makes everybody else look better around him. It's normally we were saying, oh, Bruno was making Joe Linton look better, blah, blah, blah. It's not. It's, it's the other way around for me. Joe Linton's just, honestly, he's, yeah. he's a fantastic midfielder. And, and now we've got two pretty decent players on that left in Harvey Barnes and, and, um, and Anthony Gordon. I'm not saying that Maxi wasn't decent, but different sort of player for the team. I think we're going to see a yeah. lot more of Joe Linton in that middle because of the fact that there's cover now on the left. He's second play out there as well. And I think um, with Barnes, and there's always going to be a comparison between him and Maxi, because Maxi's the one one just left, yeah. and obviously he split the fan base's opinion. Maxi wouldn't do that yesterday. Maxi just no. didn't have have that, that pace and create those opportunities himself, for himself. That's the difference. And he scores on his debut. He has two great chances. And I would put money on Barnes getting double figures this season again because he, he's, he's just going to find himself in the right place at the right time. Well, if he can get 13 goals on the side that gets relegated, I mean, you're doing something right. So, you know, fingers mm. crossed we're not going to get relegated. And <laughs> it's not even something you think about anymore than a Newcastle fan. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, in all competitions, absolutely. League, you'd like to think so. Um, see what happens. But we'll wrap that one up, Chris. Uh, I'll let you get back to your, your Sunday morning uh, and your cup of tea that you've got on the go there. Um, we will see you tomorrow night for the Oversmiling Faces. Well, I won't, but Chris will for the for the Smiling Faces podcast. There's tons more content available now and coming up. And look at that. He's even in the Sam Fender uh, mug. Uh, we have, uh, like I said, Oversmiling Faces podcast. If you want to go back and watch some videos we released over this weekend, we've done our predictions for the coming season for Newcastle. Can uh, I change my... <laughs> There is a video reviewing the first episode of the Amazon documentary that Chris and Chris did. Um, we're going to have to get a nickname for one of you if you're both on the same podcast, mind. Uh, that's Chris Sandwich, isn't it? <laughs> um, what else have we got? There's another video as well, which I've totally forgot about. Uh, you're of the Sixsmith Show. Uh, you've got the Andy Sixsmith Show and you've also got a, a video upcoming, Chris, with um, Floodlights On. Is that right? I do. Um, so we had uh, George from Floodlights on account. People don't know what that is. Um, if you go on Instagram, just search for it. It takes like sort of, of shots of, of um, alternative match day photos, I, I would say, um, which 
I, I love personally, I love that account. Um, so yeah, that'll be going out in, in the next few days, I would say. And if you want to get early access to those videos when they come out, all you've got to do is scroll down from this video and hit the little register button. It'll take you to our membership site where you can sign up and it's $2.99 a month starting for access to that membership group. You get early access to the videos. You get access to the Telegram group. Uh, there's also now a Discord server for all the gamers out there. Um, and you also get the opportunity to feature in a match preview and give us your prediction for scores. I mean, 299 goes a long, long way these days. Um, can't ask for more. But if you don't want to do that and you just want to show a little bit of support our way, just hit the subscribe button, hit the thumbs up or thumbs down, uh, and hit the little notification bell to be notified when those videos go live. Um, but that's it for this one. A great win, 5-1. What a start of the season. Bring on Man City. There's no fear anymore. Um, we'll see you in the next one. Ta-da. Cool. Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.